This is Annie Stevens-Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. Good evening. This is Reverend Gary Lubin serving as deacon with the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to our daily devotion in the early evening for both individuals and families, taken from page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Today's reading is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, verses 1 through 10. Now let's begin our worship together. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, Now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable, Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my lost sheep. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance." Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents." The Gospel of our Lord. In today's reading from the Gospel of Luke, we hear Jesus tell a couple of very choice, pithy parables about the joy of finding something. And even though not something new, it is about hope of discovery, or perhaps a rediscovery, and about recovery and reconnection with something known but somehow missing. But while the Pharisees and scribes are listening to Jesus preach and teach them, because Jesus is telling them this parable, they stand there suffering the humiliating agony of defeat. They were not happy, sullen, surly, sulking. They have lost something too. (laughs) They have lost face. They are having to swallow their pride. 
I mean to say, immediately leading up to this event in the previous chapter of Luke, Jesus was invited by a leader of the Pharisees for a meal with his colleagues, friends, and acquaintances. Jesus accepted, and while chewing on his meal, <laughs> Jesus eschewed and chewed them out. In today's opening scene, we find the Pharisees and scribes grumbling again over Jesus now associating with welcoming and even eating with sinners, specifically mentioning much despised tax collectors. How dare he, after he had dinner with that leader of the Pharisees, does Jesus not know any better? But what is really getting in their crawl, I think, maybe, is that the outcasts are actually listening to Jesus and not to them. Jealousy, pride, fear of losing power. Those outcasts even draw near and close to Jesus to better hear his message of love. Perhaps they even hope to shake his hand or, or you know, pat him on the back or receive a healing touch. So, Jesus tells them these two parables, plus the parable of the prodigal son, which immediately follows today's reading. But let's hold off on that one for another time. So in the first joy-filled story of today, a lost sheep is found. And in the second, a lost coin. These two parables are deliberately and directly connected kind of like ham and eggs, I think very poetic. They both start out with a question, which one of you and then, or what woman, Jesus says. The conjunction or is used by Jesus connecting the two parables as he presents variations of a theme. Jesus, Jesus connects these two dissimilar stories, but they both have the same kind of ending, the same message. Rejoice with me, for I have found my lost sheep, says the owner of the sheep. Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost, the woman says. They are so excited and filled with joy that they both celebrate with their friends and neighbors. Now, in so many words, Jesus is asking the Pharisees and the scribes, So, guys, which story do you want to go with? Well, you know, I don't think they I don't think they like either one. And I and they don't like where Jesus is headed. Unfortunately, Jesus describes no box labeled none of the above. None of none of the above is not there for them to check, is it? You know, we are compelled to make choices, choose or lose. But gosh, in the case of Jesus, all one has to do really is say yes. But saying yes would mean giving something up. Pride, for example. Of course, the Pharisees and the scribes resent Jesus for eating with outcasts and for getting in their face. But I think maybe even more so, they do not want Jesus in their soup. 
Jesus concludes the first parable saying this, Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. And in the second parable about the lost coin, he says, Just so, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And you know, Jesus is telling them he's not asking. So here's a thought. One parable features a man with a hundred sheep and the other a woman with ten silver coins. Now, I think we get it with the sheep, but what about those coins? You know, when I first heard it, I thought there was a lot of money involved. But, in, you know, these are silver coins, it turns out. It says so right in the parable. And in those days, a drachma was a silver coin worth about a denarius, which was about a day's wage. Yes, it's meaningful and useful, especially to this poor woman, but not like a buried treasure, a fortune found in Jesus' other parables describing the kingdom of heaven or reign of God, if you will. You know, even if there were windows in this house, the woman lights a lamp all the same to help her see as she sweeps and sweeps that dirt floor. As we are told, she carefully, meticulously, painstakingly looks for that lost coin. In both of these two parables, what was lost belonged to the owner from the get-go. Now, isn't that interesting? And in both parables, the owner goes to extraordinary means to recover what was theirs to begin with. In one case, one one-hundredth of a herd, and in the other case, one-tenth of a bag of coins. They go to all this trouble to recover just that one precious item, a sheep, a coin, hey, a lost soul. Well, the sad part of all of this is that even though the Pharisees and scribes probably think that Jesus is talking about the taxpayers, sinners, and outcasts, and they are right, he is, but Jesus is inferring that they have lost their way. For as the Pharisees and scribes want and demand justice for others, it is they themselves who need and require God's mercy, grace, and love. You know, since we're talking about coins, they need to turn around on a dime to find themselves as God sees them. They need to change direction to try a new way, be less exclusive and more inclusive. You know, we always wonder, who are we today in this good news reading from Luke? Well, we can think about that, but I know who we are not. The man who finds the lost sheep and the woman who finds the lost coin are God in the stories. The God of love, grace, and mercy. God loves us, everyone, even me, a Pharisee. However, only those who can celebrate and help make happen God's love, grace, and mercy to others 
can truly own and experience God's mercy themselves. Amen. It is not ourselves that we proclaim. We proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For the same God who said, out of darkness, let light shine, has caused his light to shine within us to give the light of revelation, the revelation of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Let us now say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, whose blessed Son came into the world that he might destroy the works of the devil and make us children of God and heirs of eternal life, grant that, having this hope, we may purify ourselves as he is pure, that when he comes again with power and great glory, we may be made like him in his eternal and glorious kingdom, where he lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Say, so let's take some time now, pausing our worship together if you need to do that, to offer up our prayers of intercession, thanksgiving, and praise for the world, for the church, for our national life, and for the social and natural orders, for family and personal life, and in particular for those who are suffering and those who have died. O God, you made in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth, that in your good time all nations and the one human race may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving Spirit may so move every human heart, and especially the hearts of the people of this land, that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Now go in peace, hope, and joy to love and serve our God in the name of our teacher and Savior, Jesus.